0: The NFL season is upon us. Who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Who are the favorites? But here's the question we want to unpack today. Who has the target on their back? And in our own lives, do we have a target on our back? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like Him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's it's the best day ever. Here is the president of It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to faith and life. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined by Luke Heaton, and we are fired up because the NFL season is starting up. We are days away, and this time of year, it's all about, okay, how are we feeling about certain teams who, who, who's going to do it? Who's going to get it done this year? Who's going to get over the top? So we got a lot of questions that we uh, will throw out today uh, in regards to the upcoming NFL season. And then we want to talk about the Chiefs and the Eagles, last year's Super Bowl teams, and how do we view them for this year, and how does it relate to our own lives as followers of Jesus? Day in, day out. What's it look like to have a target on our back, and how are we responding to that, and how do we handle that? So, a lot to get to. Check out our website, unpackingit.com. You can email me anytime, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. I want to thank our sponsor, Sugar Creek Coffee. Visit sugarcreekcoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK. Start your fall off the right way with some delicious coffee. Start your morning the right way. It's warm. It's delicious. It's tasty. They don't roast until you actually place an order. And so you can be assured of the freshest roasted coffee as it's delivered to your door. And so again, it's sugar use the promo code unpack. So We appreciate their support all year long. And thanks for sticking with us as we start up another football season. All right, Luke, here we go. Football is here. We got college football up and running. Uh, I wanted to talk about Colorado today, but, uh, it looks like everybody's talking about Colorado, so we'll let them do that. But I'm fired up for Deion Sanders. Very exciting. But the NFL season begins Thursday night with the mm. Lions and the Chiefs. I like the the Lions. I'm on the bandwagon. They're a fun team. They're everybody's favorite team. Uh, beyond your your original favorite team, but uh, man, a lot of questions heading into the year. What 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 team has your attention, your your eye as we we get things rolling?
1: Yes, certainly. At this point, I'm just so gung ho about the football season. Every team uh, has uh, getting my attention because I want to watch any level of football at this point. Let's go. Uh, so that's fantastic. Uh, you know, I'll keep it within the NFC East. I am. I'm really eager to see Jalen Hurts this year, mm. and now I think he's legit. I'm. I'm just curious him handling another year of hype big contract um and they're gonna be really good so i'm I'm curious about that i'm also curious about my hometown qb1 dakota rain prescott uh (laughs) he's got a lot of expectations and pressure this season and i i'm very curious to see how he handles that because the entire metroplex it feels like all right, dude. You've got one more chance, and if it doesn't happen this year, gosh, it, it may never happen. So that—that's kind of uh, my my football pulse right now. Curious how you're feeling with uh, your QB one.
0: Yeah, excited to see Bryce Young out there. I think there's some patience needed. I, I went to an event with Frank Reich last week, and and yeah, you know, I just you could sense. Hey, guys, it's gonna take a little bit of time. Um, we got you know young quarterback, some new pieces, new veterans coming in. Some contracts that need to be worked out. Brian Burns. So, I think with with the Panthers, we just want to see some progress. We want mm-hmm. to see some momentum. We want to see okay. Here's how this can work. Whether they you know win a ton of games and, and compete for the playoffs this year, I think we have to be reasonable reasonable about that. Uh, but I'm excited. It's a fun. It's a fun new team. A lot of new pieces, and and so can't wait to get things going uh, for the Panthers. And and so as we look across the league. And, and of course, yeah, you, know, you start the year and you go, all right, who, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? We have no clue. A lot is going to happen. A lot of injuries will take place. So who knows? But here are some questions that, that I think we're all kind of wondering. Can the Jets actually live up to the hype and how long will it take for Aaron Rodgers and, and the Jets to really get get things going? And will they get things going? Uh, I think two teams that we've we've expected to maybe win the Super Bowl or get there, or we, we look at their rosters and go, they got to get it done, right? The 49ers and the Chargers. Will this be the year? Could we, I mean, think about that Super Bowl matchup. That'd be awesome. But I'd, I'd throw in the Bills as well to that conversation. Bills. Yes, absolutely. Those three teams, you look at the rosters and it's like, yeah, of course, they got to be good, right? Mm-hmm. I think with the coaching in LA, you got to question some things. You know, Sean McDermott, I think some it's got to be warm. That seat's got to be a little warm. Yep. They got to get over the hump. So, those those are those are definitely some teams off the bat. And then you think about the Dolphins, all the talent there. True. Oh, can they yeah. stay healthy? Can Tua stay healthy? We saw a glimpse of what they're capable of last year. But will that actually be enough to you know compete in the AFC East? A very tough division. Um, and then what about the Bengals? They were kind of like Burrow, how how banged up is he? Is he gonna be ready for week one? And how how good can that offense be this year? Is Joe Mixon, is this finally the year he falls off? Or hmm. what about that run game? They got three, you know, legit wide receivers, elite wide receivers. Uh, so can the Bengals, they, they were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, can they do it? So any other questions that you're throwing out there? Yeah, I think it's just still weird for me to
1: – it's almost – we're so casually okay that the Patriots aren't elite anymore. Because for the previous what fifteen years,
0: it was they really had a twenty year run. Yeah.
1: They it's yeah, they, they could go to the Super Bowl this year. They yep. arguably should. The favorites to win the AFC East. Every and year. I don't know, I just feel like we that's not really a conversation point among the talking heads that no Bill Belichick and the Patriots, they they aren't really good anymore. And they're not intimidating. They don't strike fear in an opponent. We don't, we're don't. we not even considering them. Oh, yeah, they can make a run. No way. So that's just a, it's just weird. That's a, a team I'm keeping my eye on because I, I guess I'm still processing that. A team that, yeah, 20 years was so dominant and now it's not anymore. And it just seems ca- we're kind of casually making that transition as a fan. But I feel like that should be kind of a big deal.
0: And I have to admit that I was probably more on the, well, Bill Belichick is the reason for the success of the Patriots. He he helped Tom Brady, created Tom Brady type of thing. And and that theory has definitely been put to the test the last <laughs> yeah. few years because Brady just walks down to, to Tampa Bay and wins a Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of pressure. And that seat's a little bit warm in New England, too. Not that they ever fire Belichick, but it's like, all right, man, hey, the, oh, is the run crazy. is over. Which, which is which is wild, and then you know a couple other teams that that maybe okay could they sneak in and 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 make some noise this year, and we shouldn't be totally shocked that they could be in the Super Bowl this year. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers? How about the Baltimore Ravens? I, I'm not willing to say the Browns, but the Browns you could maybe if things click there, they could make a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the Vikings? Do they have enough in the NFC? It's a little wide oh, they open. They should
1: the the Vikings. Certainly, I mean, I'm not tapped into local Minnesota fandom, but you've got to think their Super Bowl or bust mentality. Like they're on paper. I don't know how much they've upgraded their defense, but offensively, that's an, a Super Bowl offense on paper for sure. Now If Madison
0: I, can do what he he showed in limited opportunities,
1: yeah. <laughs> fantasy wise, we know he can do it. Yeah. So we'll see yeah. if he can do it uh, on Sundays, but. I'm the, the fantasy Detroit, Minnesota,
0: there's no difference between fantasy and Sundays. It's the same day.
1: Oh, it's a, it all happens at once. It says a diehard fantasy player. So there's no
0: separation. It's all <laughs> together. It's all together.
1: Um, but I think the, the Minnesota Detroit, uh, divisional race now, I guess we could consider Chicago. I'm not ready to, to say that, but Detroit could win this division. And I, I'm really eager to see how Minnesota and Detroit compete for that division title.
0: And then you mentioned you mentioned that division with the Packers. Could they surprise everybody and make a little run? They got the talent. They got some young receivers. They I saw some quote. Hey, we we really it was all about speed for us. It was we just want speed, speed, speed. So now they got speed all over the the field. So what what, what will that translate to? And is Jordan Love competent? Is he elite? Yeah. Here Does we he go. Have- You're gonna find out. I wonder if he feels he either
1: has a major chip on his shoulder or he has the most pressure in the NFL. He's taking over for how many years? I mean, you've had Favre in Rodgers, and now he's next.
0: Oh, you don't want to be the My one to end that streak.
1: Goodness. <laughs> but he could have a huge chip on his shoulder and be incredibly motivated to prove himself.
0: Yeah, I I it's a wait and see for me. I, I don't know. I, I was shocked they drafted him years ago. It seemed like just outrageous. And so I gotta see it to believe it. But uh, but the but the point is a lot of teams are are in the mix and you know, I think people agree. We didn't even mention the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're being overlooked. The will be shocked if they make a run to the Super Bowl. Doug yep. Peterson did it with a team that probably had less talent, that Philadelphia team years ago, and this Jacksonville yeah. team that's pretty loaded with talent, high-end talent. Trevor Lawrence was a number one pick. Yep. Don't be shocked in year number three for him that they get all that they go all the way. It's, it's not a outrageous.
1: Great time to be an NFL fan, basically. Wide open. It's
0: wide open. Well, we mentioned all those teams. Who are the top two teams? Who are the favorites to make it back to the Super Bowl, to get to the Super Bowl? It's the Chiefs and it's the Eagles. Yep. And, and, and the way that we want to frame this today is that. These are the two teams with a target on their back. Meaning you can mention some of these other teams. There's some pressure on them. The seat's warm and all that. And, but there will be some teams that sneak up on you a little bit. You know, maybe the Steelers sneak up on some people. Um, Maybe the Texans sneak up on some people and win a couple games and nobody saw coming. Detroit probably not sneaking up on anybody anymore, but, but nobody, everybody's prepared for the Eagles and the chiefs and they can't wait to face them. Detroit Thursday night, they get the first test of the season to say, all right, where do we stand? Can we compete with the Chiefs? And this will really set the tone for their season in many ways. Yeah. And, and that's because the Chiefs have a target on their back. They are the reigning champs. Mm-hmm. We know what they're capable of. We know that that when it matters, Patrick Mahomes comes through. Yep. If they need a big play, Travis Kelsey is there. We know, when,
1: Andy, we know what Andy Reid's going to bring every game.
0: When you, when you need a, a creative play and you need to score – the chiefs find a way doesn't matter who the running back is doesn't matter who the receivers are they find a way and 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 they have been consistent and and reliable they've been in the spotlight and they continue to deliver and then with the eagles you know this is a team that hey the expectation is there jalen hurts you mentioned him hey are you are you the real deal are you you know mvp candidate once again Mm -hmm. is this is this going to continue And kind of the ascension, how much better can he actually get? And the weapons that they have on offense, multiple running backs, multiple receivers, tight end, they're loaded. Great young coach. Great young coach. But how do they do with losing both coordinators? True. Both head coaches now, Indy and Arizona. Um, But but, but the Eagles are on everybody's radar. And, you know, even during the draft, they did really well, added some guys on defense. And so we know what the Chiefs and the Eagles are capable of. And, and we know that everybody wants to take them down. They circle that matchup on the calendar and on the schedule, and nobody's taking them lightly. And everyone's coming to get them. They're keeping an eye on them. And, and so how will the Eagles and the Chiefs handle having a target on their back this season? All right. So when it comes to our own lives, and, and really we're, we're speaking to, to followers of Jesus today. And, and, and so when when we wake up every morning, and we say, i am surrendered to you, Lord. I want to live for you. I want to follow you. Show me, show me the path to take. Show me, you know, give me wisdom to know what's, what's right and wrong. The reality is we will face spiritual warfare. And we are up against an opponent, an enemy. And, and so it gets a little funny when we talk about this, it, it, you know, good and evil. But, but, but we know it. We know it's there. We, we know that there is, we can feel it. We can feel that there, there are opposing sides every day because we feel that we, we can feel the pull. We can feel the pull. And, and so we know that evil is there and is trying to take us down. And so there is an enemy behind that, that evil force. And so the reality is we have a target on our back as followers of Jesus, as we are, are, are pursuing, you know, being light in darkness. We stand out. We, the enemy knows what we're capable of. And so we'll put, you know, we'll put a name. That's Satan. That's the devil. That, that, he's out to get us. And so you know, it, it's, it's complicated. It's hard to understand exactly you know, what's going on in the, in the spiritual realm. But I've but, but followed Jesus for a long time. And it's there. I get it. Every day, the spiritual warfare. Am I going to give in to temptation? Am I going to allow the enemy to win the lies that get fed? You know, in, into our mind, the 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 people that are out to 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 bring us down, to try to you know uh, attack and 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 uh, disregard or, or or persecute all these different things that, that can take place as followers of Jesus. How do we respond to the target on our back? Because the the, the enemy is circling us. I want to bring him down. Because think of think if I can, if I can bring, if I can bring him down, oh man, then I'm gonna win. And and the Lions are feeling that way about the Chiefs. They're saying, all right, man, if I can, if we can take down the Chiefs, we can take down anybody. And so when, when we truly, you know, stand out and say, man, I'm gonna stand firm. I'm gonna pursue Jesus. I'm gonna live, I'm gonna get my whole heart for him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up for what is right. Whew. The backlash that can come, the attacks mm-hmm. that can come. And, and so how, how will we you know, respond in those moments? Um, and so 2 Timothy 3.12 tells us, Indeed, all who delight in pursuing righteousness and are determined to live godly lives in Christ Jesus will be hunted and persecuted because of their faith. There, there it is. And Jesus tells us in John 10.10, 10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And so we can't live in denial that there, there isn't a, an evil one. That there isn't, oh, well, no, is that real? Is this Satan real? Is the enemy real? Is the opponent real? He's real. It's real. The, the realm, the spiritual warfare, it's all there. Mm-hmm. And so we can we can live in denial of it. Then we're not going to be equipped. We're not going to be ready for it. And so you know NFL teams can say, oh, the target's not really on our back. No, the target's on your back. So you better be ready for it. Yep. And so the coaches that get their guys prepared and aware, hey, this is what's happening. The league's out to get us. The league's coming for us. We we better be ready. Mm-hmm. And so we have to take that seriously every day to say, "All right, I'm going to put on my armor and and be prepared." And so we talk about the, you know, the armor of God. And and so uh, we, we've talked about that on the show before. And it's it's living with an understanding of okay, who am I in Christ? The the protection that he gives me. He gives me a way out from temptation. And so it's understanding all this and knowing this. And 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 saying, no, I don't have to lose. I don't have to lose, but I can't do it in my own strength. And so I've got to be, I've got to be aware and prepared. Go ahead, Luke.
1: Yeah, that's, that's such a key. From, from a sports perspective, you, you cannot be surprised when the target is on your back. If you have had success and you are one of the elite teams in a league, you're getting your opponent's best. No no matter how good the team is, you're playing. Especially, I think, in college football, you have your annual rivalry games. You have your Georgia versus Georgia Tech. Now, normally, in recent history, Georgia is way better than Georgia Tech. But if the Bulldogs, when they play Georgia Tech, just like, oh, they're not really good. No, no, you're getting Georgia Tech's best. Because you are one of the best teams in the country. Mm. When the Chiefs and Eagles, every team they play this year, they are getting their opponent's absolute best because Mm. they know their opponent knows how much it would mean for them to knock off kansas city or philly that's right because kansas city and philly they stand out as one of the best yes the same thing is for us as christians and, and jesus says this and you know john 15 he tells his disciples do not be surprised when the world hates you they hated me first mm. if we're united to christ we experience that hatred because jesus says you're not you're not of this world we stand out because now our, our true home is with God in the kingdom of God. So now we stand out, targets on our back. Don't be surprised. In 1 Peter 4, Peter's writing saying, like re- like, rejoice when you're able to share in Christ's sufferings. Because when we're united to Christ, we share in his sufferings because we also share in the glory that he's going to get. We are co-heirs with Christ. We are sons of God. We're united to the Son of God. So, a huge mentality shift that we need to have as Christians is we we shouldn't chase after suffering. That's not what we're saying. We shouldn't. I want to put myself in positions to feel the target in my back, but we should expect it. We should not be surprised, out of the understanding that we stand out. We don't stand out for our own glory, but we stand out because we're united to Christ, who the world hates. And if we're united to him, we're going to share in his sufferings and his glory. So again, that, that not being surprised is key. Because you know if the Chiefs walk into, I don't know if they play the Texans this year, but if they walk into Houston and they take them lightly, oh, they're not very good, they could get beat because mm. Houston's coming for them because they know how good Kansas City is.
0: Yes. And so uh, the other side of that with, with Kansas city is, well, well, we don't want the target on our back. We don't, we don't want, we, we don't want anybody to notice us and we don't, we, we'd rather not be the target. So we better just not win. So we don't have the target on our back. Like, so, so we have to think about that. So if you really want to follow Jesus, well then the target on your back comes with that. Yeah. And so if we go, well, I don't really want suffering or persecution and I don't want things difficult. I want everything easy and comfortable. Well, that's, then you better you better go play for the Texans. I mean, then, then the target's not on your back, because if you're gonna play if you're gonna play on if you're on God's team, yeah, people are gonna notice. You're gonna mm-hmm. stand out. The target's on your back. Yep. And so if yeah if you don't want to if you don't want to win, that's the choice that we have. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that we, you know, it's not that the Chiefs go oh man we want everyone to. We want everyone to circle our our you know our game on the calendar. Well, no, but we just know that it comes along with it. It's yep. just part that's just part of it. That's part mm-hmm. of being the Super Bowl champs. But you want to be the Super Bowl champs. We mm-hmm. want to live in victory in Christ. We want to follow him. It's the best way. It's the only way. It's the answer. So all right, Lord, I'm in. Whatever comes with that, I know you're with me. I know you you'll give me the strength and the peace that I need. And and when temptation comes, when the attacks come, I know I can rely on you. I know mm-hmm. that you'll show me a way out. And so that's what we're that's what we're signing up for every day. Yep. That's it. it. We're, and it we're doesn't in.
1: have to be discouraging. No. In fact, it should be encouraging because when we do experience now we say suffering and persecution, it, it can be difficult uh to to maybe understand that as much as in regards to physical persecution and suffering as as Christians in other contexts where <clears throat> maybe there's not <clears throat> freedom of religion. Uh, there's active persecution of Christians. But still, in, in, in our country, in the American context, there's ways to to at, at least be ridiculed for being a Christian. And when we embrace this, it, it can actually be really encouraging because it's a testament to we really are united to Christ. Just like Peter says in First Peter, rejoice when we get to share in Christ's sufferings How amazing that we get a a tangible uh, example that we are united to the Son of God. We we, we don't have to be discouraged. Oh, gosh, more suffering. Gosh, more persecution. Certainly there's pain there, but God meets us there, and we get to be reminded, no, this is evidence that I really am a Christian. I really am united to the one who died for me. It's a reminder, and we must draw the line. Suffering because of our own sin—huge difference. Mm. Uh, when we're suffering because we are pursuing sin, we certainly don't rejoice in that. Oh, I'm suffering? No, 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 no. You're in sin. That—that's why. That's why this pain and suffering. <laughs> is consequences. There. There's consequences. There's consequences. Right. But when we are living a life of following Jesus, and we're ridiculed for it, we're made fun of. There's actual suffering and persecution that comes from it. Thank you, Lord, that I get to share in your sufferings because I'm going to share in your glory, and and that is that's a really encouraging reminder. Whew.
0: Amen, amen. Difficult so difficult
1: to say sometimes. I, I I will. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and say how easy it is to say that, but this the Spirit of God gives us the ability to really
0: be encouraged when we suffer for Christ. That's right, and so because it is a reality that we are facing an opponent. And, and so we can't let our guard down and we can't take evil lightly. Mm. And so we can't give, give in to a little evil, let a little evil in and, and that kind of thing either or, or overlook the opposition we're up against. And so that was what you were talking about with <laughs> the Chiefs are playing Houston. So uh, another encouraging verse, 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9, be sober, well-balanced and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour, but resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experience of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. Mm. And so that really sums up what we're talking about today because the devil is, is around hunting. And he's circled us. He's got a circle. He's ready to take us down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so are we, are we established in the faith? Are we rooted in in scripture? Are we covered in prayer? Are are we surrounded in fellowship with other believers? That's what's gonna enable us to persevere mm-hmm. through the attacks and persevere throughout, like these NFL teams, throughout the season. They know they're under attack, but the Chiefs have to have to bond together and stick together.
1: And, yes, the, the importance of really considering that we're not alone in in this, that we're not, alone, we're not the only ones with, <laughs> with a target on our back. First and foremost, we know that Jesus has victory on our behalf, and we're united to him. No one has ever had a, a bigger target on his back than him. He laid his life down for us, defeated death, rose from the dead. He guarantees our victory. Because he rose from the dead— Okay, we know that though we have a target on our back because we're united to him, he rose from the dead, so we are guaranteed victory. We're guaranteed resurrection. Paul talks about this. Um, So that first and foremost, we know that we can have victory because Jesus did on our behalf. Secondly, knowing that there's other believers throughout all of the world that also have the same target on their back and seeing them endure I'm I'm drawing a blank on the on the scripture reference but Paul in one of his letters talks about you know we comfort others with the comfort that God's given us. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a huge uh, it's a hugely important thing in Christianity is ways in which we've been able to endure by the grace of God offers comfort to others who are experiencing the same thing. It, it, the the importance of a veteran player in a locker room. Mm-hmm. Like Mahomes is now a veteran in the locker room. So young guys that are experiencing the pressure of playing Mm. for the Kansas City Chiefs, look at Mahomes. That's right. He's doing it. Yes. Okay, so so Mahomes is able to encourage them and comfort them and and motivate them. Yeah, this is what comes with, with the job. But they look to Mahomes as a veteran presence, a veteran voice that has done it and is continuing to do it. Same thing for us. Knowing that there's other Christians all over the world with the exact same target and they keep going.
0: Really, really encouraging. Yes, and and then you know the, the whole other topic too is you know just just because the Chiefs won last year, doesn't mean they're going to win this year. So they've got to continue to be diligent, continue to to pursue you know winning and the, and the winning culture. And so every day for us as followers of Jesus, we're, we're pursuing Christ. We're, we're starting over. It's a fresh day. It's a new day. His mercies are new every day, and mm-hmm. and our pursuit of Him is is fresh and new and every day. And so the opponents, you know, he's coming at us again. It's, we, we won yesterday, we got to win again today, and we can't do it in our own strength, but we, we must rely on on, on Jesus. And, and so thankfully in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it reminds us that no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And so we don't have to fall we don't have to fall to sin, but we 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 have to look. Okay, God's faithful. I have to turn to Him. Okay, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this this temptation? And how do I respond to the persecution, the ridicule, the suffering? Sh- show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. So we don't we don't try to figure this out in our own understanding and our own strength, but 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 it's with Him, and and it's just again, it's acknowledging that we are the hunted, we are in the spotlight and it's actually a good thing it means it means a, a positive thing it means mm-hmm. that we are in Christ yep. as Luke has hit home today and and so while while we keep an eye on you know uh Christ we realize that people are keeping an eye on us and so we continue to keep our eyes fixed on him people are watching us okay how's he going to respond how's he going to okay he's being attacked okay what well, is he going to stand up at work? So you're listening to this today, and you, you're, you're facing some some persecution at work when you stand up for what is right. You stand up for what the Bible says at work. It's going to be tough. It's you're going to you're going to get pushback. Yep. You know, when you when you don't do what your company, you know, hey, we got a company wide thing, and we're we're pushing this or promoting this, and you go, whoa, I, I don't think that lines up. Mm-hmm. I, that that's your that's your chance. Yep. And so you're going to rely on the Lord. Um, so that's not easy i get it i i it's that's a challenge but that's an opportunity because people are going to be watching yep. is this faith for real is this is this re- is this going to happen true and then you start th- then all of a sudden my rolodex of stories in the bible you know shadrach meshach and Abednego, and daniel and the lions then all these kind of you stand up for what's right and god shows up and comes through and yep. and and it's amazing and so um those are the, the we, we pull from that encouragement as well
1: yeah or you st- you're in the workplace or you're a teacher or you are a uh, professor or even as a parent in a certain group. Yeah. you stand up the first time, big that's target right. on your back now. That's what right. happens the second time, the next opportunity after you've been after you've been ridiculed. Oh, can you be- really believe he said that? Oh that's what that's what he believes. Are you gonna keep standing up and again, not in your own strength, not for our own glory, but by the spirit of God, and because we're united to Christ, we've already been granted victory. We are able to endure. We're able to live with this target on our back because Jesus has, and he is reigning on the throne of God right now, giving us the strength to operate with this target on our back. It's not, it's not a reason to be fearful. I read a, one quote. I'm forgetting who, who wrote this, but you know the, the, the scripture reference you said of Satan's prowling around like a roaring lion Ah, uh, one writer said that it's a lion with no fangs. Mm. He still roars. He still has his ferocious roar. He still he still uh, h- appears and really has, can induce fear, but he can't kill you. Mm. If you have the spirit of God, Satan cannot mm. overtake you. Mm. Now he certainly can strike fear. He can uh, he can still cause pain, but his his fangs are are cut out because because Jesus already defeated death on our behalf. Mm. But he's still a lion, who could still roar pretty loudly.
0: Um, That's right. And he, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be fearful.
1: We shouldn't be fearful that Satan's prowling around because we have victory in Christ.
0: That's right. The, the Chiefs have no business to be fearful of the lions. Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't have to be fearful of the lions. They know they yep. can beat them. Yeah, they, they've got it. They've got the. They, they, they've got what it takes. We know that. So we know that day in day out we've got what it takes because we got Christ in us. And and let me let me end on this because it, it, God just put this on my heart. So a lot of times, unfortunate things are going on in life. You know, suffering. It's like, man, why is this happening? I feel like I'm under attack. It feels like all this is is going on. And we start asking, you know, why God? I'm doing the right thing. I'm pursuing you. I'm I'm seeking after you. I'm spending time with you. I'm praying. I'm I'm, I'm serving at church. I'm 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 loving my family well. Why is all this happening to me? And it's in those moments that we have to. To, to remember this this principle and this truth and these verses that we were, we're unpacking today, that we shouldn't be surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. St-
0: stuff is gonna happen. One, yeah. we live in a fallen world, and and so and and so things happen. But two, we're under attack, and, and the target is on our back. And so, yes, you keep doing the right things. We gotta keep doing the right things. Pursuing God, trusting him, yes. We don't give up in those moments. We mm-hmm. don't go, oh, I guess it's not working. Because it's well now bad things are happening to me no it's actually a, a sign that you are doing the right yes. thing oh, to keep yeah. so keep going so it's
1: a great reminder and just to add on to that really quickly is we don't endure with the target on our back to get things from God like God is the gift ultimately of salvation we get him and right. it, it's so it, we need to remind ourselves that yeah when we follow Jesus, this is what comes with it. In a fallen world, we are not at home in this world as Christians. Jesus right. says, John fifteen, We're the outsiders. When when the world hates you, it hated me first. That's the reality. But that doesn't mean it's not worth it because we get God. He is the ultimate gift of the gospel, and we never lose that. And how can how can we how can we sit in that reality that no oh God, you really are the gift. And I have to remind myself there. I I have the mentality. Often that wants to creep up of serving God to get things from Him. God, come on, you know, you see what I've been doing for you. It's like, but no, that that misses it. It's no, no, God, I get you and help me, help me love that and cherish that. And thinking that, yeah,
0: comfort is the end goal. Yeah, and no suffering is the end goal. Eternal comfort, yeah. certainly, yes. But worldly, temporary, yeah, that's that's not what we're promised. It isn't. Now, will we experience unbelievable blessings as we pursue Christ? Absolutely. There's, yes, yeah, there's still plenty of blessings from God in this life. Absolutely. No question. And and yeah, last week we talked I think we talked about peace and and yeah, the peace that, that comes from him and and that's 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 the blessing that we have. Um but yeah, we shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised when the targets on our back. So, uh let, let's let's be prepared for it the best we can and and when we're in those moments, we uh we rely on the strength of the Lord. So, It's a it's a tough topic as we get things going. Um, I I have to say I'm still going Chiefs to win the Super Bowl until somebody knocks them off. I still think they're the favorites to do it. So it looks like they're heading in you know number one, and I I kind of agree with that. If somehow the Chargers can put it all together, I think the Chargers could do it. I think Justin Herbert's the real deal. So um, that'll be my kind of my my other team there. Um, And then I got San Francisco in the NFC. I'm I'm going I'm going 49ers. So. 49ers, Chiefs, repeat Super Bowl. see what happens after that. But, all right, guys, enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening today. Thanks to uh, Luke. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans and follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.